Welcome to the Midlife Empress Podcast, where we talk about all things midlife and menopause. This is a place where you can come and break societal norms, raise the taboo on menopause, and redefine the narrative of midlife. Providing empowerment here, you become the healthiest, wealthiest, highest version of yourself. I teach you how to take back your me. I'm your host, Ginger Monzo. Today's another me podcast special guest. I am so excited about today's podcast guest. I love bringing you guests on that add value uh, to you and all of the listeners. So I absolutely love, love this girl. Her and I met at a women's networking event. Yes, throwing the love up, throwing the love up. We met at a a networking event in Dallas, Texas. And, you know, I, I first laid eyes on her. I had seen Terry through um, a friend's social media page. And I just thought, oh my gosh, this girl is a package of dynamite. I absolutely loved her energy is totally epic. And she truly fires me up. Every time I hear her voice, I get fired up. And you know, it's just amazing how she makes you feel when she's around. And, you know, I just want to bring her on because I absolutely love her and love listening to her when she talks about wealth building and wealth. and, And I just love it. I'm fascinated with it. And she is a former principal turned entrepreneur CEO. She is the founder of TNA Financial Group, where she educates women on proven strategies um, on financial principles. So she has a master's degree. She is a highly educated woman. She's also very passionate about educating and empowering business women on wealth building. Terry is known as the women's wealth strategist. And I just want to say, Terry, welcome to the show. I'm so excited to have you here. And I just want to start like I always start. And what is your story in this, Terry? What is your story, Terry? Welcome. Well, thank you very much for the heartwarming introduction like I'm like oh my gosh I sound so amazing I guess I am that amazing because you know amazing women attract other amazing women ginger so thank you for having me here and I will say that I became known as the women's wealth strategist because I really am passionate about helping business women build six-figure retirement streams instead of six-figure retirement dreams how did I get here Yes, I've had a six-figure business for a few years now. And what I discovered was I thought on my way to six figures, I would feel financially free. Mm -hmm. And so when I made my first six figures, I was like, okay, I don't quite feel financially (laughs) free yet, but maybe next year. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Maybe because it's the pandemic, maybe because it's life after the pandemic. And I realized in the midst of inflation, Mm-hmm. And everything else that's been happening in our world, the way to truly feel financially free is to have six-figure retirement streams. Mm-hmm. And the way that you do that is you build 
your business, your retirement nest egg, whatever it is that you plan on using as your solid exit strategy so that you can live freely and not have to ever worry about money. That may That's come amazing. from you having financial products or it may come from you building your business and your practice to where you can sell it for millions of dollars and you just have an overflow, an abundance and an overflow of so much money and cash that you don't have to ever worry about money. Now, here's the thing. I've been around many people, uh, many spiritual people, many uh, Christian people who have been afraid of money. They've been mm -hmm. afraid of building wealth. So mm -hmm. if you have anyone that is listening to this podcast, I just want to drop a couple of nuggets for you. If you think that having wealth and building wealth is a bad thing, if you think it's an evil thing, if you think it's a sinful thing, I want you to think about in the Bible in Deuteronomy 8 and 18, God is, it says God gives you the power to build wealth. So yes. wealth is in order. It's in order for everybody. Well, you know, Terry, you know, God wants us wealthy. Why? Because we can express we can express him through through the, the abundance of it. Abundance was our birthright. People don't realize that God intended for us to live this abundant life. People don't realize that John, Peter, Paul, Jesus, they all lived lavish lifestyles. They were some, they were the wealthiest. And why? I always like to say, why? Why were they so wealthy? Because they lived in the divine realm. And that's what's wrong today with a lot of people. They want to live in that human will, that human realm. And you can't do that and have that abundant life. You have to break off into the divine will so you can live this life of abundance that God intended you to live. And I know a lot of times we we don't think like that. We don't think like that. We just go through life and, you know, oh, it's we're just human. Now you get up, you go to work, you do the same thing over and over again, blah, 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 blah. No, that's not the way God intended us to live. He intended us to live this life of abundance to where we live through him and depend on him more. And, you know, it, I just find it crazy amazing how people think that it is a sin to have money. Wow. No, they misinterpret, they misinterpret the verse that says mm -hmm. the love of money is the root of all evil. If you really dig deep into that, that verse is actually speaking about greed. And another thing, too, is when you use money for evil, that's when it becomes a sin. So, yeah. Yeah. Anything that you use for evil is, is horrible. I mean, yeah. power, yeah. money, status. Like it, yep. it's not bad to have those things. Wealth is not bad to have those things. Mm -hmm. the, the intent behind it. It's the um the the purpose that you give to it. it mm -hmm. It's how you use your power and your position, your exactly. influence, your impact and your income. What are you doing with those things? Are you using that to bless other people or are mm -hmm. you using that to take advantage in the work? And we should all be using it for kingdom wealth. Yes. Hello. So, Terry, how can midlife women strike a balance between short term financial needs and long term investments without sacrificing like their quality of life? Ooh, that's a great question. Great question. So first and foremost, I will say it begins with the mindset. Right. So we mm -hmm. have to make a distinction between 
what is going to be our priority and what is it that we want long-term. So many times as women and just people in general, so many times we tend to think about today, if I can just make it today, if I can just pay these bills, if I can just do this now. But I want you to think about what do you want ultimately? Look at the big picture and you operate from that point. You operate from your vision, from your vision point instead mm -hmm. of your vantage point. So if you know for a fact that you want to have, let's say, excuse me, if you want to have a, a multiple six figures in your retirement nest egg, or maybe you want to have multiple millions of dollars in your retirement nest egg, the movements that you are making now should reflect as such. So I am not someone that's going to say, oh, don't have nice things. No, I believe mm -hmm. in nice things. I believe it is, um, it is like you said, our birthright right to have an abundance and to live a luxurious lifestyle, but we have to be wise with it. We have to yes. in wisdom. We have to make sure that we're focusing on the long-term goal. For example, I do not have the newest car. I don't mm -hmm. have the newest car, but I do have three plans that I plan to use for my retirement nest egg. I did invest over 25,000 into my business to up level my mindset, my money and my movement. So instead of spending that 25,000 to get a brand new car, I invested that into my business because I know the return on that investment is going to be so much greater. So I like, I like to say, Terry, that you invested that into Terry. I did. I, yeah. did. I, I did. I invested that into me. I, I invested yep. in two different you know, uh, people, programs. People. And, oh, I was going to say I invested in two different programs. Uh -huh. They totaled to be a little over $25,000. And I had to make a big girl decision. My mm -hmm. big girl decision last year was, do I want to get a new car? Or do I want this growth more? I can get a new car later. Mm -hmm. I want this growth right now. And so will I get a new car? Yes. But not before I make the moves that I need to move within myself. So how can we as women, and as you said, as, as midlife women, make sure that we are saving long-term and short-term without not living the abundant life that we want? We need some virtues. We need a few virtues. Patience is a virtue. We have to understand just because we don't have it today does not mean mm -hmm. that it's not on its way. You well, I always like to say it's on its way. It's it on is its on way. its way. It is on its and way. And I'm with you, Terry, because, you know, three or four years ago, I would have thought it crazy that I would spend the type of money that I spent last year investing in myself. I spent over $50,000 investing in myself last year alone. And a few years ago, I would think that, oh my gosh, that is the craziest, most bizarre thing I've ever heard. But I can tell you what, it's not. And you, you level yourself up. So if you are in the mindset of investing do it don't think twice about it do it because you're investing number one in yourself yes you're investing in yourself and you're investing in yourself because you know where you want to be so let's talk so, about backwards planning a little bit so you uh -huh. plan with the end in mind so mm -hmm. if you see exactly where you want to be 
you're going to plan with the end in mind. So I invested into one of the programs, uh, the the uh, coach within that program talks about having a million dollar business and multiple millions of dollars coming in in revenue. I know that's where I want to be. So mm-hmm. I invested there. If you want to have multiple millions of dollars, if you want to have six figure retirement streams in your retirement nest egg, you're going to save like you want multiple millions of dollars. You're not going to say, well, I'm going to put $50 mm-hmm. in my retirement plan and think that that's going to grow into millions of dollars. No, you're going to save more. You're going to invest more. You're going to make those movements because you're planning with the end in mind. 10 years from now, I want to retire. Five years from now, I want to leave my job. Three years from now, I want to have my business running without me having to run it. You see, yes. that's yes. how you can make sure you have this that right balance. You have great things now, but you're planning with the end in mind. So, Terry, tell us, why is it important for why is it important to focus on wealth building as a woman? Loaded question. So first and foremost, it is important because we are the backbones of this world. Nothing gets done without us. No one is born without <laughs> us. No one is taken care of without us. I'm sorry. We we are it. We I are agree. It. So if we want to make sure that we're being good stewards yes. of our families, of our futures, of our finances, we have to focus on wealth building. Many of you that are listening to this uh, podcast, you are here, but you got family members that are not here. And they are going to look to you to find all their answers because you Mm -hmm. are the chosen one. We as women, we're the chosen ones. And sometimes when we're in relationships, with our spouses, we tend to say, well, the, I'm going to let the man handle the money. I'm going to let the man handle mm-hmm. the finances. But I come to tell you, unfortunately, women live longer than me. Well, fortunately and unfortunately, women live longer than men. So yeah. if your spouse passes away, what are you going to do? Mm-hmm. What are you going to do with that house? What if you bought your first home while you're um, in your, your midlife area of life and your spouse is not able to enjoy that home with you? Then what? Mm-hmm. What, right. what do you do? So you have to prepare for the unexpected as a woman. You have generations coming after you. You have generations coming before you. And truth be told, you got sister girls that need you. Exactly. Are looking to you. I'm talking to you because you're who you are. I know who I attract and I know who Ginger attracts. Ginger yeah. attracts women who are powerful, who are leaders, who are change agents, who are people who can really make a difference. So you need to focus on your wealth mm-hmm. because there are other people who will only be able to access wealth building principles through you, through yes. Ginger, through myself, because they're used to seeing a stuffy guy in the top and being intimidated. Or they said, I'm going to go talk to that stuffy guy in the top. And then the stuffy guy in the top made them feel this small because they had questions and they didn't know the answer. So sometimes people come to me, they're like, well, Terry, this may sound like a dumb question, or I know I should know this, but uh -uh, take that out of your vocabulary. You don't know what you don't know. And I can you, even though I am the women's wealth strategist, I know what it's like to have $150 in your account and you need an oil change. Yes. And yes. You have, your oil change is $130. And you say, 
but I really need this oil change now. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to use this $130. I'm going to be left with $20 and I'm, and I'm going to work my butt off so that tomorrow or the next day I get a check. Yep. And guess what? It works. So mm-hmm. I know what that is like. I know what it's like to not have an abundance. I know what it's like to make more money than you've ever made before and your bank account still don't look like it. Mm-hmm. I know what it's like to not have boundaries set in place. And because you're starting to make more money, you got friends and families and all these people that are yanking on your coattails saying, girl, can I borrow? Sis, can you help me? And you feel like, well, I made more money than I ever have. So I guess I can spare a few thousand dollars. I guess I can give a look. And then you look at your account and you're like, dang, where did all my money go? I know how that feels. So Mm -hmm. when you do come to work with me, if you choose to work with me, or even if you choose another woman in finance to work with, just know that you can feel comfortable going to a woman who knows what women do, what we feel, what our emotions are like. Some men can't relate to that. So they don't know what it's like to be a nurturer, to be as caring and to be as giving. So when you're showing your financial situation or you're explaining your financial situation, some of them may speak in a condescending way. And I'm not man bashing. I love me. Right. You know, the true, the true meaning, uh, you know, men are from Mars, women are from Venus. It's really true because God wired us to think totally different. And I did not understand this until I went to a um, marriage conference. It's not to make your marriage. um, It's not because your marriage is in trouble. It's to understand the feminine and, and, you know, the masculine and it's to understand how God wired men so different. So we can get into a conversation or an argument with a man and he walks out the door and he's done forgot all about it. And we're sitting over here festering our feelings. (laughs) And, and this is how God wired us. So it's not their fault. It's really, truly not their fault. So I would much prefer a woman in wealth than a man because he doesn't think like I think. So I'm glad. Yes, yes, yes. So Terry, how important is it focusing on the mindset um, on your wealth wealth building journey? How important is it? I know mindset's important, but how is it important when wealth building? Mindset is everything. So Mm -hmm. if if you want to grow your finances, you have to get into other circles in which people are speaking differently and people are moving differently. And Mm -hmm. that's going to help grow your mindset. There are some things that you just won't know unless you move around. And it's important for you to feed your mind with positive things. It's important for you to feed your mind with the things that are going to help you stay on track instead of the things that are going to distract. Okay. Right. Good deal. Yes. Yes. There's some things that looks good, sounds good, feels good, and is very popular, but it's the worst thing to do for you right now in this journey. So you have to be focused and the way to keep you Focus is to focus on your mindset. It may be for you to listen to a few podcasts, and I do mean a few. Don't go out there and listen to everybody's free information because it will have you confused. Yes. It, it is important for you to stick to one, one good coach. 
A business, if you have a business, one good business coach at a time. Now, you may have a, a mindset coach, you may have a, a coach for this, and you may have somebody for this and that, but it's good for you to have one because you have to keep your mind focused. And if you have too many distractions going on, yeah. You're going to have analysis paralysis. Yeah. I yep. don't want you to have a You're going to be pulled in many directions and that is is just going to make you think ah uh, uh, analysis paralysis for sure. Yeah, so get get around good company and make yeah. sure that you are feeding yourself the right things. Make sure that you show yourself um knowledgeable, but you also you know the relax in your feminine energy there you go that you've hired experts knowing that you're working with people that you have a financial dream team that's going to help you achieve your financial goals so instead of you going into the situation stressed depressed disappointed Mm -hmm. you're going in like I, this is my financial dream team. I am the CEO of Terry Alfred Incorporated. Let's see what they have to say. Everybody mm-hmm. should have a financial dream. Open heart, open-minded. Yeah. Yes. Everybody should have a financial dream team. For example, tax strategies. I'm not a tax strategist. I plan, I actually plan on doing some more things in the tax realm in 2025. Well, I speak it over you. You are a tax strategist. <laughs> Tell you, I'm gonna tell you why I said that. Let me tell you this. So when I first made my six figures in business, I really did have a boundary problem. I was giving away money like it was nobody's business because people needed it. It was during the pandemic. I was like, I'm building a house. I need everybody needs some help. Everybody needs some money, right? Yeah. What I didn't know was I was shooting myself in the foot. And because mm-hmm. I was building my house, when I got ready to build my house, it was based on my income. Then Uncle Sam said, Oh girl. <laughs> you don't have, have any dependents. You pay all this money. Here's your tax bill. Yeah. I was shocked. Yep. I was like, I owe five figures worth of tax because I didn't have a tax strategist on my financial dream team. Mm-hmm. But I'm, I'm sharing that with you because I don't want you to think that you have to be the source of all knowledge. You don't have to know everything, but it's important Mm -hmm. for you to have a financial dream team and stay focused on your focus because that's part of making sure that your mindset is taken care of. You can't be the focus for everything. There's a reason why I'm not studying plumbing, right? There's a reason why I'm not studying mechanics. I will go to a Mm -hmm. mechanic. I don't have time for that. I just want to be able to pay somebody and uh-huh. say it's in my focus because if I try to do everything and be all things to everybody, mm-hmm. then I'm going to be distracted. All you need is to bridge that gap, and <laughs> you are the bridge for the gap, baby. <laughs> this has been such a high level conversation, Terry. And tell us where is the best place that you know if women want to follow you if if they want you to help them bridge these gaps that they have where's the best place for them to follow you where would be the best place for them to follow you excellent so my social media home is facebook i love facebook you can find me on facebook at terry alford med or you can go to um, jointerry.com. If you go to jointerry.com, you will see an invitation to invite you into my private, my free 
private Facebook community. You can- and I will definitely post that underneath our podcast, Terry. And do you have any final words as we wrap up? Anything that you'd like to say? Yeah, if you know that this conversation sparked interest or you are more ready to take a look at your finances, because I know that's another thing we struggle with as women. We may feel like we're not good with numbers, so we don't want to look at it. But if you feel like you are ready, I want you to text the word ready to 682-305-1593. And I'll be happy to have a conversation with you. That's so awesome. Terry, I really thank you so much for joining us. And I know you have opened the eyes of many women here to get started on this wealth building journey. We all need to. Um, I totally have enjoyed you on this podcast. It's just been amazing. And we will definitely put all the links below to reach out to Terry. I told y'all she's a dynamite and I absolutely love this woman. Thank you so much for joining us, Terry. Until next time. Bye for now. Adios.